everybody. Welcome to We View Yasha, episode 93. I'm Sean. I'm Lindsay. We're here to talk about uh, everyone's mean to Moroku. For no reason. I was wondering how you're going to feel about this episode. It does seem like they're retconning how good he is at his job, but at least he was defending himself. What did you think of this episode? Um, well, I ended it with, uh, um, okay then. It's yet another filler episode. Mm-hmm. We've had a stack of them for a while now. The next two seem like a myth arc because it's sacred jewel stuff, but... Probably nothing really focused on the plot line of finding Naraku. I imagine which is what this season's supposed to be. I thought. Yeah, but Kikio knows where she's going. This whole time, I guess we just have to assume she's walking. Yeah, does she know? She can't sense him. Hmm. Okay, so she's taking her time just getting the guy's ashes there, and doesn't know yet that. Oh, that's right. That Naraku. I forgot about her solitary journey <laughs> <laughs> of some guy she met <laughs> well i guess he was a little more significant than that but whatever yeah this one um the mysterious lecherous monk pretty much about if someone turned the dial up on moroku yeah turns the dial up in like none of his monkly abilities work and he's just conning people Something far more sinister-seeming than what it eventually turns out to be is just uh, a character we've met before who is hungry. Yeah. I guess we'll reveal it later. Did you know? No, I didn't until the leaf reveal. Okay. I did not think it would be someone we've met before. I thought it would maybe be uh, a demon of some kind. Oh. A simulacrum. A Narasue clay monster. <laughs> no, when he turned fat, I'm like, mm. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I mentioned off mic to you that I did watch all three. The third one, of course, is the fan-subbed version. Later, when the person impersonating Moroku, and he turns fat briefly and then hides it, uh-huh. and that villager says, um, you changed sides momentarily. And he goes, it must have been your imagination. Uh-huh. Yeah, her fan sub version is much harder. Uh, it, the guy goes, oh, it looked like you got abnormally fat for uh-huh. a second. He's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, geez. <laughs> hmm. And there are a couple other things, too. I guess we'll get to them because I wrote down a couple differences. Um, all the stuff I kind of prefer in the, the fan sub version. That it would have been good had they gone with it. Moroku gets a little spotlight. And then, quote-unquote, Moroku's at a village where he uh, leaves the villagers happy momentarily. He's like, what was your name, handsome stranger? And he says, oh, I'll tell you. I'm Moroku. Yes, as the wind, like, blows through his hair and the sun shines at his back. Yes. <laughs> and then, meanwhile, our gang is tired, wanting to shack up at a village at this point they're fully supporting uh, Moroku's ability to con people into a night yeah but once I'm a little surprised Inuyasha didn't make a snarky comment because Kagome has before mentioned gosh I'm tired of roughing it and he's always been like oh I'm so sorry my lifestyles quit bellyaching <laughs> will ya we gotta find Naraku <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm surprised that he was kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. Maybe the new moon's on the way. True. I haven't had that in a while. So the villagers, as their gang enters the village, they flee and lock everything up. And then some angry pitchforks come at them. And uh, Marioku says, you know, before anyone gets hurt, <laughs> run! <laughs> yeah, that was... I think that was a difference. Sango says, we'll be at... We'll, there's too many of them. We'll be fighting all day. Um, whereas the fan said, says, if we keep this up, somebody's going to get hurt. Like, mm. she doesn't want to hurt the villagers. Mm. So that's when Moroku says, all right, well, let's run. <laughs> yeah. But she thought, well, you know, really, that's probably true. Yes. Because I know our, our team is perfectly capable of leveling a group of humans. Yeah. But they don't want to because they're the good guys. Yeah. They don't hurt humans. They don't send their their wolves to tear up an entire village just because a few of them are mean. Later, at a fireside. Why are you pointing at me? I was <laughs> stretching. Thank you. <clears throat> at the fireside, uh, Moroku doesn't know what's going on, but everybody, of course, assumes that he uh, ran afoul of some shogunate with a sexy daughter or something. They blame him. They're blaming the victim. But he's also being kind of coy about it. Where yeah, he's like, where he's like, well, I don't remember, but... I've done so many things. <laughs> and he pisses off Zongo by saying, "Is like, well, I mean, parties with women, I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> but we cut back to, quote, Moroku with some sexy ladies. <laughs> I, uh, hmm. It, this doesn't really connect with something that happens later, because isn't he... He's not being indifferent. I didn't think so. He was like, now which one of you is going to bear my child? And all of them volunteer. Yes. And then he's like downing sake yeah. one shot. Like, woo, let's go. But I'll just tease it right now. In the fan sub, they don't use the word indifferent. <gasps> Can't wait to see what word. I know. Perhaps one that makes more sense yes Moroku in this instance was not reading the game or whatever that pickup artist book is mm. where you have to be indifferent or something anyway the next day oh wait no uh, the real Moroku uh, gets kicked in the face by Shippo yes who's just sleeping for a second I thought I was like dude what's Shippo waking him up for and then I was like oh he's just sleeping on why isn't he snuggled in the like weird cocoon bag that Kagome had. Yeah, and this really made me feel more sorry for Moroku. Like it put him in the kind of the the underdog rube thing. Because it's like, oh, he's sleeping outside with the gang. He's sleeping, getting kicked in the face by a child. He's fine. <laughs> Everybody needs to relax on him. With smelly fox feet. I know, he doesn't wear shoes. But uh, the next day, the ladies are all up on. I wrote that down. <laughs> like, oh, Moroku's back. <laughs> oh, yeah, their next village. Yep. They're all super happy, and the men are all super angry. Yep. And uh, he doesn't he doesn't play it cool, really. He's like, well, if you all take turns, let's go. Oh, yeah, he's like, sure. <laughs> and thus gets no support from Kagome or Sango. We're like, we're not running away. Go ahead and deal with this. Oh, yeah, that was his night. He was like, well, let's run again. And they're like, why should we run? Mm -hmm. We haven't done anything. And then he does try and get Chippo's support. 
relationship is like, I'm just a child. Yes. I don't know what's going on. That's, you know, smart play, Shippo. Yeah, he didn't... <laughs> Inuyasha. I don't think anyone really cares about Inuyasha in this episode. He didn't get a whole lot of screen time. No, I don't know if he got more than two lines. He gets one big <laughs> moment where he says enough fighting. Why don't, The burden of proof is on you. What continues here is what I just dubbed the Oxbow Trial. I don't know if you've seen the Henry Fonda movie, The Oxbow Incident. It's a Western. They, we get a flashback to Moroku giving out some fake charms. Being a real snake oil salesman. Yeah, this charm can do everything. Mm-hmm. That's so he doesn't have to make multiple charms. Yeah. Gotta say his pitch was pretty good, though. I guess so. Because he's being very flamboyant with it. Where he's like, it can do this, it can do this. He slaps his stomach and is like, good birth. I'm like, wait, so if a demon gave birth, they'd be okay? <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? What a stupid question. <laughs> You let this guy talk? Anyway. <laughs> and someone else also said that he came by to perform an exorcism. Just eight. Oh, yeah. The way that's animated, the way he slaps the charm on the house is very funny to me. Because it's just like, <laughs> it's so... Yeah. <laughs> like he's just putting on a piece of wallpaper. <laughs> and says, demon be gone. And then goes back to eating. <laughs> yep. It's like when uh, you bring your cable guy down and it was just a loose wire. Like that'll be two hundred dollars, please. God damn it! Okay. And bottomless rice. <laughs> and sake. And also, they mentioned that uh, he uh, charmed all of the ladies in the town. They—that's where they say like that doesn't sound like him. He's too popular. Which maybe that's true. Maybe he can get two or three, but not a whole village. Well, he had that line that one time. Remember that that's line true. of girls. You're right. Mm-hmm. That was under the pretense of giving them good fortunes. Yeah, but I guess generally he might get one or two. Moroku says, I've always been popular, just not with this group of ladies. <laughs> this is the first time I've been here. And then everybody stares at him. Like, I can't believe that's your yeah. excuse. It's like, liar. First it's... yesterday, now today. They should just believe him. Yeah. Because he's their friend. Yeah, exactly. No, they were too... Inuyasha probably would have. Chippa would have if he weren't afraid of the girls. But the girls were just too blinded by petty jealousy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Definitely. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. Because we did skip that line where they um, Moroku's been tied up. And they're both like, I'm not getting involved with women ever again. Like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> You saying you afraid of me? <laughs> so yeah, they want the villagers want to drown Moroku, and then Kagome realizes the obvious, which is he's yes. he's been here the whole time. They're like wait, 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 wait! Yesterday, he has the perfect yeah. alibi. Yeah, and they're still like, well, okay, throw him in the river. Mm-hmm. But good thing because the imposter Moroku at the the next village actually runs across people who actually need his help with a demon. With a real demon. This is a real O. Henry tale. Or is it a Aesop fable? Or is it a Mark Twain? So this new Moroku has to deal with a, an actual demon. And he almost grows fat out of yes. fright. Yes. But only for a second. <laughs> yep. 
So no one believes the fact that this was an imposter, and they demand proof. Inuyasha finally wakes up <laughs> and says, you give us proof. And they hold up a bunch of leaves. Dun, dun, dun. And that's Moroku's Sherlock Holmes moment. Mm-hmm. And he says, I've solved the mystery. And then he's like, I'm tiny. It's a little whiny. <laughs> he could get out of those ropes if he really tried. But he didn't want to implicate himself. Sometimes when you run from the cops, yes, that you look guilty. Yes, you look guilty. So that's, that's how I justified it. He could have wind tunneled that tree or those ropes mm-hmm. or something. But then if you don't run, then you wind up in a kangaroo court and hung when it was only a rumor. It's a real uh, witch trial situation. If Maybe you... that's where I got it. Not the oxbow. What the fuck? Oh, the crucible. The crucible. Yeah. Loosely based on historical facts. Uh, oh, okay. So this was another thing, the leave thing that Fangirl Friday mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tanuki spirit is a trickster. Right. And would give you gold coins that would later turn into leaves. So that's why they're all, oh. That's why it was mm. like a eureka. Aha. Well, I thought when Hachi does his transformations, doesn't he hold a leaf up yes. to his head too? The, see, that's why I was like, oh, it's Hachi. Because of the leaf thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so to the next village they go. The imposter Moroku, who we now know is Hachi. We might as well just do it. Uh, he goes to the cave entrance. Um, really draw it out, though. It kind of do. I was into it. It, it was filling time because this there's no rule of threes in this episode because they go to two places and then <laughs> bless oh, you. Sorry, that's okay. Someone's talking about you. <laughs> it's probably Shippo. Bastard. <laughs> uh, the villagers tell him it's a weasel demon. Well, no, they say... A raccoon dog. <laughs> they say raccoon dog, of course, you know, tanuki. Uh, for us Americans who don't know what a tanuki is, <laughs> they resemble a raccoon and a dog. They have giant ball sacks. I'm going to reiterate that to everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, there is some anime where there's just a ton of tanuki, like, flying down, holding up their enormous... Is it Pompoko? Maybe. Yeah, because that's where I... They were, like, I... launching an attack, and so they're just, like, paragliding with their ball sacks. Sounds like Pompoko, <laughs> because that one is about the Tanuki's raging war with the... Um... It must be then. So that's where I learned it. I was like, oh. That's why that particular Miyazaki production is not so advertised by Disney. Mm. Now, Disney did release it, and they did make a dub for it and everything, but they were like, eh. If you feel inclined, you can watch it, but we are <laughs> <whispered>. not. <laughs> it's here. Hachi goes inside thinking, oh, it's a tanuki. I'll just reason with it and it'll be fine. Oh, yeah. He was a little relieved. He was like, oh, hey, I can talk to a fellow tanuki. Yep, we're, we're the brother from another mother, unfortunately. Yeah, because that works out sometimes when like humans go to talk sense into other humans. <laughs> There's no hatred between any humans because they go, oh, you look like me enough. (laughs) You're human too. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. It double backfires because it's a weasel demon with dark circles under its eyes. Oh, an adorable little weasel demon with his little furry head. I thought he was cute. I'm glad he didn't die at the end. Big little belly. (laughs) Because they made him too cute to kill. It would have been a real 
misstep on the show's part if Moroku had sucked him into his wind tunnel. Yeah, and he wasn't. He was just so cute when he was pleading for his life. Yes, he was all grabbing onto the rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's another case of mistaken identity. Like he just wants to be called a weasel. He hates. Uh, yeah. Being Everyone called a tanuki. Calls him a t- and I don't know why. I think the words are similar. Okay. So I was trying to listen. That's something Fangirl Friday did not teach me. Oh. Because he didn't look a lot like a tanuki. Uh, maybe culturally they are um, confused a lot. Mm. But whatever. Uh, the weasel smells right through the disguise. And of course, uh, Hachi tries to toughen up. I am Moroku. Mm-hmm. He's, oh, Maroku at the wind tunnel. I'll eat you and become powerful. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so the gang arrives. They rush into the cave. Uh, most confused villagers ever. Like, whoa, wait. Hachi's disguise is slowly failing. <laughs> yeah, have you ever wanted to see what Maroku would look like on a tanuki body? <laughs> this is your episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> looks pretty good <laughs> but he did use the um the stone uh, mario suit thing for the weasel to chip its tooth on oh yes 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 and uh oh, he does beg for his life and he transforms yes just as he's about to threaten the wind tunnel again yes like his face gets a little bad and he goes you know you're like a full tanuki right now right <laughs> No. (laughs) Yeah, this is where the gang enters. Everyone's gets like a triple, quadruple hero reveal as the camera (laughs) pans wildly left and right and zooms in and out. Yeah. And then uh, Moroku does the negotiation thing. The weasel doesn't listen. Uses the wind tunnel. Very cool. And then uh, weasel goes okay. I'll go back to the mountain. Bye. And, uh, and then Hachi, you've got some splaining to do. He really caused them unnecessary trouble. <laughs> anyway, uh, Hachi's reasons for doing this is he got hungry, so he conned a village. He got away with it. He liked being Moroku, so he decided to do more and more of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sure. then, you know, in his defense, he never did anything to bring dishonor upon Moroku's name. He impersonated him as accurately as possible. That is sarcasm for everybody. <laughs> because his charms don't work. That's the key. Moroku's charms work. And he actually gets rid of demons. We've seen it happen multiple times. But then the whole gang is like, you know, that's really true. You didn't do anything Moroku wouldn't have done. Which was like, guys, really? Come on. Come on. Moroku's like the second most powerful person in yeah. that group. When Moroku's gonna exercise a demon, he exercises a demon. And I'm sure three or four women actually want to sleep with them. Mm-hmm. I'm a gentleman and I want to sleep with them. At the same time. <laughs> Moroku usually says, let's take turns too. So he's not into that either. I guess because he has a means to an end. Because he's like, I'm doing this to have children. And if there's two of you... <laughs> Gotta concentrate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe he's secretly kind of self-conscious. <laughs> it's like, I gotta concentrate. I, need... I have Kylo Ren pants under this <laughs> row. <laughs> uh, Kylo Ren seems into it. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't want to disparage your boyfriend, Kylo Ren. But 
he seems sort of in that carrot top way that he can only get off with multiple women. <laughs> Lindsay is making a face. For carrot top? Yeah. Mm. Ladies For Kylo Ren, okay, but... What do you mean you don't like to laugh? Anyway. <laughs> um, you think he uses props? Oh. I left that joke on the table. Sorry. I didn't even look at it. And you did it. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. It's fantastic. You got to save that for the end of the show. We still got shit to talk about. Uh, oh, uh, Moroku says, How are you so popular? How'd you get a whole village? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he goes over and, and yeah, whispers. He whispers. It. Yeah. He goes, Can't so. have that song go over here. Yeah. This should be crazy. Sango's like, I mean, come on. You still got your brother. Just let him have some fun. <laughs> I'm not advocating that. I'm just saying, <laughs> don't hurt her feelings, Maruku. I'm not down with that either. Um, but anyway, yeah, he's like, how are you guys? Give me some tips here. In two versions, Hachi says indifference is the key, which doesn't connect with what he's done no. earlier in the episode. So if I'll Maybe find... it was just the tone. Maybe it was like, well, which one of you guys going to bear my child? Maybe. But third version, innocence. You have to be naive, is what oh. he says. Naivete is the key. Oh. But I don't know if that's sexier. No, probably if he were a woman. <laughs> oh, I just, I just, I can't, I can't reach. Help me. <laughs> I'm so weak. Unless you're courting Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> then maybe that would work. <laughs> so he tries it with Sango. And this is where, I mean, the, um, I guess the innocence thing makes more sense because he turns to her and says, yes. does this face look like I'm thinking of something lewd? Yes. Because then I'm like, is... That's not indifference. That's not indifference at all. No, it's, uh, he's trying to be innocent. Oh, that makes way more sense. And then, I, I, does it almost work on her or does she just like... No, I don't think it. I know. I don't think it does at all. <laughs> she kind of blushes, but she is like. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. But maybe she likes the lewd thoughts because it's like, oh, he's speaking to me. Oh, she so, secretly does. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I saw that smile after he groped that butt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, he goes, "Damn it!" And then they do a, a classic bit where they both turn into Moroku, run around, and then uh, <laughs> take off into the night. Fasango chasing after them. Mm -hmm. Somebody wrote down, if you slow it, you can see that the left one, the one on the left, is the real Moroku. Hmm. If you slow it? Yeah, if you slow it down and see, like... Oh, the... watch how they yeah. change. Oh, do okay. the cup game. Okay. It's the one on the left. Yeah. Right where he started. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they'll never suspect that. <laughs> oh, it's like in Princess Bride. Which I forget how that thing goes. But he They out... were both poisoned. Yeah, but what did what did Inconceivable think initially? That is like you think you think I'd pick this one, but you knew I think I'd pick this one, so instead I'm gonna pick that one. Well that's it for <laughs> We View Yasha and Other Tales. I need to let Lindsay go so she can study and then babysit a dog. Lindsay Say anything else you want, and then you're in charge of ending the episode. Thank you for listening, everybody. Mm -hmm.